This is the Fail Fast Podcast. Stories of entrepreneurs who looked at failure in the eyes and didn't give up. With your host, the online sales master, Quinn Amorum. Welcome everyone to the podcast. We have a guest today who in October of 2016 started the Future Tech Podcast. He has now interviewed over 1,800 companies in artificial intelligence, stem cells, 3D printing, gene editing, Bitcoin, blockchain, microbiome, quantum computer, virtual reality, space explorations, you name it. This is crazy. Uh, we have with us Richard Jacobs. Richard, how's it going? Doing good. I'm in my, uh, my car office right now, as you can see, so. <laughs> Very good. So yeah. Richard uh, also has uh, 10 years of experience as a CMO of Speakeasy Marketing, which was a firm that helped over 900 attorneys nationwide to improve their law practices. So Richard, like I can see that for 10 years you've been dealing with attorneys. Yeah. Why in 2016 <clears throat> start a podcast not related to attorneys? You know, um, in 2016, I found that I was uh, caught up in the Trump and Hillary election in the U.S., and um, it was negative constantly. So every day, I was getting angry, and I was looking at the news feed and Facebook and things like that. And mm. at the same time, I've always had an interest in technology, and I started getting emails from a guy named Peter Diamandis, who founded the XPRIZE. Mm. Yeah. And all his emails are about gene editing and stem cells and Bitcoin, and, and that made me happy. And I kind of made a life decision, like, do I want to focus on negative stuff or happy stuff? And I made a decision, no more news, no more election stuff. I want to focus on this stuff and learn about it. And I, I love to talk to people and ask questions. So I said, you know what, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to interview people on whatever subject I want to know about. And I didn't know what would come of it, but that's how the whole thing started. And I love doing it. Uh, I've made it very systematized and automated. So I do a lot of podcasts and that's how I've gotten so many done. Wow. Wow. So I would like to know more. Maybe we chat that off the air after how to get it more <coughs> automatic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it seems like from artificial intelligence, stem cells, all that, and like even space exploration, seems like the perfect guest for your show would be Elon Musk. Has he been contacted yeah. yet? Yeah, we reached out to him and a number of uh, you know high-end people. So it's, it's, I don't know if people want to know about this, but it's a funny dynamic. Like, I talk to a lot of scientists and researchers and college professors, and they're like one flavor of person. And then I've gotten some big people like George Church and, you know, owners of large companies and, you know, high profile people. And then I've gotten like some very corporate guests. So my favorite type of guests tend to be like the scientists and the hardcore researchers. Now I can understand them after having done so many podcasts, yeah. but they share the most. The corporate guys, sometimes they're, they're not allowed to say very much. So it makes it for like, you know, not a exciting interview, but they attract other people. And if I get like a really high level guest, like Dennis Noble, you know, in the science world is very high, uh, George Church, that helps me attract other guests. So it's like a whole ecosystem of guests and they each contribute different things. That's incredible. So what is your background, Rich? I have a bachelor's in uh, chemical engineering, but I've been entrepreneurial and doing my own businesses for just about 20 years. And I'm restless. I'm always thinking of new and different things to do. So that's, at some point, uh, I was going to tell you where the podcast is led and, you know, this new invention I have, but when you're ready, but uh, that's the background of myself. So yeah. So uh, restless actually kind of takes us there. And mm -hmm. I know that mm -hmm. you are working on a very special project of your own. 
let's hear more about that. I know it's a sure. patented pillow, which kind of doesn't seem normal. What can you do to patent a pillow? Well, a, a bunch of things. So let me tell you what, why even patent a pillow or work on a pillow. Yeah. Um, I've had sleeping problems for like 20 years, you know, snoring. Wife can't sleep in the bedroom, for instance. Um, pretty sure I've had apnea when I sleep on my back, meaning you stop breathing and you yeah. wake up a hundred times a night and you wake up feeling like, Ugh. Um you know, I've eaten too close to bed sometimes and I've literally like almost thrown up in my sleep. I'm heavy. So I crushed the bed and the pillow and everything, you know, like they'll tell you a bed's supposed to last seven to 10 years. It lasts like a year and then it's, you know, no good for me because again, I'm heavier. So I have all these sleep issues. I'm interviewing all these people on the podcast and getting ideas and seeing what people are doing out there. And, you know, I'm talking to my wife one, one morning in bed and um, I'm telling her, you know, like this is like my 10th pillow in the past two years. It's flattening out again. I'm sick of this. And she says, oh, I'll take your pillow. I said, you've gone through 20 pillows yourself. What are you talking about? And I said, you know what they need is they need a custom thickness pillow because I have like wide shoulders and I'm heavier. Some people are skinny. I said, they need a, like eyeglasses, you know, they're customized to you. I need a custom pillow mm-hmm. of my measurements. And she says, well, you're looking for something to do. Go do that. I said, all right, fine. I will. And that's how it started. So um, what I've done is I've seen what's out in the market. They'll have like AI sleep trackers in your pillow and things like that. I went for like a, a low tech and high tech approach. So I thought about how people get pillows. They go on Amazon and they look and they see, you know, thick or thin king size, queen size, or they go into a store and they kind of feel the pillows. Yeah. Uh, my system is what, what all I need you to do is have someone take a picture of you and you got to hold an object that acts as a ruler. And then I can, ha- I use AI. Here's the technology part. I use machine vision and AI to measure the distance from your shoulder to your neck, the height of your head, the width of your face, all these things. With those measurements, now I can make you a custom tailored pillow to your shape and size and weight and everything. So that's the merging of the two things. Simple wow. pillow, just done right, works a heck of a lot better. So Rich, you, you want to know a quick secret? Sure. How, how I pick my pillows is mm. walking down the Walmart aisle. I look at the pillows. I look at the cheapest one. I look at the most expensive, and then I go pick the one in the middle. Mm. And so basically, it is, it's just a guess, right? I'm guessing the, the low end is too cheap, so maybe lower quality. The higher end may be just overrated. So I go for the middle. And so you're saying I may be doing it wrong? Well, here's, I've had like every problem you could think of, neck pain, et cetera. So if you think about it, if I'm going to lay like this for eight hours, fine. But what happens if I lay like this for eight hours with weight on me, the weight of my head? Eight hours. What do you think it's going to do to your neck? So we get lots of people that complain of neck problems for years, back problems, shoulder problems. So if the first thing you do is allow someone to sleep aligned, if they're on their side or if they're on their back, they're not sleeping like this or like this, that helps you. It opens all this up. It unkinks your throat, which is really only the width of like a garden hose. So it's pretty easy to squeeze your throat and cause you to go (laughs) or snore or gasp or things like that. So the first thing is getting you aligned while you're sleeping. You're laying there for eight hours. You may change position, but get you aligned. That'll alleviate neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain. It'll reduce snoring. It may not eliminate it totally. It may improve sleep apnea. These are all the things that customers have told me. So that's like really, you know, like you can get a a $300 pillow or $500 pillow with, you know, memory foam and anti-allergenic fiber and, you know, I don't know, golden geese feathers in it, whatever. But if it doesn't, if it, if it makes you lay like this, who cares? So you got to mechanically fix things first, then go from there. Mm-hmm. 
So in that case, because I'm listening to you, I'm already thinking of uh, like the possibilities and uh, half of the things that you mentioned happened to me. And for my wife, for example, she always has neck pain constantly. I have sleep apnea every now and then. Uh, mm -hmm. I snore according to her. I sound like a chainsaw. So uh, I can see already a couple customers. So why or what is different from, from yours? So a couple of things. Um, again, first of all, your particular width, like if you're a side sleeper, the width from the side of your neck mm -hmm. to your shoulder is different. It ranges from about four to nine inches. So if I give you a pillow that's four inches and you're six, you're going to lay like this. So I've got to get that measurement right. I've got to get the structure of your face right. Are you a round face or a narrow, tall face? That again affects how you lay on the pillow. Another thing is uh, the design of the pillow itself. So it's most pillows are flat. When you lay your head on them, the part you lay your head on now goes down. So you're sleeping at an incline. This pillow is designed as a wedge. It gets fatter. And so you lay your head on the thicker side. Now when you lay on it, it flattens to a flat profile, which again will keep your neck aligned. We've got stabilizing sidewalls and anyway, all these features. So the pillow lasts longer. It keeps its shape. And if you need to adjust it, you can adjust it too. You could take a little bit of filler out or put it in. So I wanted to make this like a, a, a shoe and a dead on thing for just getting it perfectly right for you. And when we actually, you know, when I've sat with people and had them lay on it, once we get it right, they go, ah, it feels pretty comfortable. So I know when I've got it right. And the person knows like right away, they could feel it. And people tell me they fall asleep faster. Again, spouses are saying the person snores less. In some cases, they don't snore at all. It's really because of this, like, like I said, this physical alignment, it's a big deal. Sounds simple, but it's like crucial, you know? Yeah. And for example, I fall asleep super quick, right? Uh, the wife actually hates how fast I fall asleep <laughs> because it takes her uh, a long time, right? Now, falling asleep fast doesn't mean that we're having a good night's sleep, right? Right. So I'm guessing, how do we know that? Well, how do I know if I'm having a good night's sleep and if I need it? A special pillow and if mine is not good at, right if if it is the pillow that's causing me discomfort or the mattress is there a way to know that yeah there's a way to know so the whole goal is you know you've got seven nights a week and we could all remember a time where we woke up and felt amazing like we slept really well and we're we're happy we have we have a great day you know and then we all remember nights where we wake up like Ugh, and we hit the alarm 10 times and we just feel like crap the whole day so the whole measure of this is, do you wake up feeling really good? And how many days of the week do you wake up feeling really good? My goal here is to get you from two good days a week to four or four good days a week to six. Or that's, that's the whole goal of this thing. So you got to evaluate, am I sleeping better? But here's the things that it helps with. So you may fall asleep fast, but let's say you snore. You may be waking yourself up out of deep sleep 20, 30 times an hour. And so you may wake up, slept nine hours, and you still feel tired. And you're like, what the hell is going on? Or someone else, instead, they may not snore, but it may take them two hours of laying there to fall asleep. And they're like, uh, you know, I've got to get up at nine, and I've only got six hours left. And it turns into this mental thing where, like, it kills your sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. Other people, they may fall asleep fast and, you know, not snore, but for some reason they wake up to pee like six times a night you know, or their baby wakes them up or whatever it is. So the pillow has the potential to improve on all these things. It's not 
going to solve everyone's problem, but there are a, a set of core problems that customers tell me it's helping. Again, the neck pain, falling asleep faster, waking up fewer times in the night, just waking up and feeling a lot better and more refreshed. So that's what it's doing. But again, it's not going to answer every single problem. Absolutely. And I know sometimes when uh, people that travel often notice difference, either they uh, wake up tired when they're at home, but when they travel somewhere and they wake up in the hotel, they feel more refreshed or the other way around, mm -hmm. right? Some people mm -hmm. wake up perfectly at home. And actually that happens to me when I, when I stay at a hotel, I normally, it's not that I, I feel better or not, but I wake up a lot earlier. And when I'm mm -hmm. home, I, I don't know if it's because I'm more comfortable or less comfortable. I like to sleep in. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go to bed late. People are horrified. I've been going to bed for 20 years between three and four in the morning and getting up at 11 or noon. And people go, oh my God, you know, and society tells you you're a bad person because you sleep late. And, you know, I work, I just work different hours, but there's all the societal pressure to like, you know, early bird gets the worm. And again, you're lazy. You're bad. If you get up late, some people just have different hours, you know, and I've noticed like, as I get older, I do need to go to bed a little bit earlier and I feel better. And when I go on vacation, I get up really early. My wife's so happy. She goes, Oh, thank God. You know, but we have to go on tours and all that, but I do feel better too. And for myself, I realized like I should be sleeping during darkness the whole time. If I'm sleeping and the last two or three hours of my sleep lights coming in the window, even if mm -hmm. I have blackout curtains, it affects my sleep and it's, you know, that wakes me up. So that's, that may be part of why you're feeling better when you go to a hotel. You're sleeping earlier. More of your time is probably spent in darkness is my guess. But mm. the whole point of this is that there's a lot of different things to sleep. And if sleep becomes enough of a priority for you, you'll figure it out. But it takes time to like, look at this and look at that and look at this and really dial in. It's not easy. I know. I heard advice once from um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, curious enough. And he said uh, what people have to do is just sleep quicker. <laughs> Listen, Rich, there is a, a stem cell expert, and this kind of relates to uh, your podcast, so you probably heard of Dr. Bruce Lipton. I've heard the name, but I haven't spoken to him personally. But. Oh, and uh, from, I follow Dr. Bruce Lipton, and he says that chronic conditions uh, normally can be created and also healed by our minds. Uh, do you agree with this? Um, I'm sure some of them can be, but I mean, there are some that are coming from places that, you know, may not be mind related. Mm -hmm. I mean, for instance, like, I don't know, let's say you eat at a certain place every day and you get a chicken sandwich and that chicken that they use is, I don't know, farm raised, low quality. It's got antibiotics and hormones in it. You eat this thing every day that could be causing some chronic conditions over time. And the mind may not have anything to do with it. Um, with other conditions, yeah, it definitely maybe your mind. If, if you're always stressed out about stuff and catastrophizing and that can affect you physically as well. There's an interplay between the two, definitely. But it, it's, I guess what I would say is like, everyone's looking for one thing to solve their issue, but it takes like really a lot of effort and thought to, uh, to figure problems out sometimes, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if, you know, if you, in this particular case, if you're sleeping with a bad pillow every night, it's, I guess, it's fair enough that you wake up every morning with neck pain, right? It doesn't matter if it's chronic or not. If you slept with a bad pillow, you're going to have a bad neck. Yeah. 
Yeah. And, and back to sleep for a second, you know, you may have a bad mattress. Sometimes people will say like they're sleeping uphill because the mattress is 20 years old or it's paper thin. And, you know, so yes, the mattress helps you too. Unfortunately, a pillow solution could be, you know, a hundred, 200 bucks. A new mattress solution could be two, three, 4,000 for a good one. So I'm not saying the mattress isn't the problem, but a good pillow will help no matter the mattress you're on. But you may have to get your mattress replaced too. If you have to go that far to solve your neck pain and sleep better, you got to do it, you know. And uh, your project is called the the Good Night Sleep Project, correct? Right. And that is, that's the name of the pillow or is that the name of the your project itself? It's the name of the company. I didn't want to just work on pillows. Um, I have a couple of patents pending for the mattress itself and a mattress topper and other sleep aids. So I didn't want to just, you know, only be pillow. So that's why we called it that. And again, like I told you before, the whole goal is to have a good night's sleep, if possible, seven nights a week. So that's why the company's called that. Nice. And uh, do you have a patent pending on the, the golden goose feather one? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no golden goose feather stuff, no. All right, Rich, let's talk about the, 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 the part that fascinates me is this, uh, the tech that's involved in it. How do I get measured for the pillow? How exactly does this happen? Well, there's two ways. If you have uh, anyone that has a smartphone, they just take a picture of you and we have a guideline on how to do that. So if you're a side sleeper, I want a front picture of you because I need to look at distances here. If you're a back sleeper, I need a profile picture of you, which I can't really turn that much, but because, uh, you know, some people's heads sit forward. Some people's heads are really straight. Mm -hmm. So I need to look at the back of your head to your shoulders. Do you, is your head straight up on your body or is it like this? You know, is it forward? So I just need one picture of you depending on how you sleep. So we have an app that has, you know, um, guidelines and cursors and things like that to help you take the picture. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason you want to do it simpler, you just need someone to get a, take a picture of you, you know, after you order and send us the picture. So we just have a few criteria on it. And I mean, I've, I've literally like, um, you know, I'll tell you a quick example. I, I visited my parents and my dad was dropping me off at the airport and he said, Oh, you, you forgot to get my picture for the pillow. I said, we'll take it right now. So literally he's, I have a picture of him. He's standing like near traffic right outside the airport. And I just took a picture of him. I said, all right, I got it. He's like, that's it. Yep. Got on the airplane. That's all I needed. So I wanted to make it like as simple as possible for people. So you, I've, I've gotten pictures from people in the office, in their house, uh, you know, again, at the airport, anywhere. It just, that's all I need. Nice. And then this, so the pic, the, not the picture, the, the pillow itself gets made on purpose for each person. Yeah. They're unique to each person. They're custom. Yep. Cool. And right now, Rich, are these available uh, worldwide or U.S. only? I started overseas because that's where we've been making them. So we've been selling them in Pakistan and they're starting to do pretty well there. And now recently I brought them to the U.S. now that I've figured out all the mechanics of it and the materials and everything. Mm -hmm. So we're advertising on Facebook and you can go to the website, goodnightssleepproject.com and that's where you can get the pillow. Cool. Okay. I'll put that on the show notes there. Thank you. Goodnightsleepproject.com. Yep. Yeah, okay. you say project, I say project, but yeah. Yeah, I guess it's, <laughs> it's like niche and niche. Right. Uh, it's not a big deal. People know what we're talking about. Right. Uh, how about the app? Is yeah, it's on It's on uh, iOS and it's on Android. It's uh, if you put in custom pillow maker. Okay. But again, the app is usually, so far, it's just the last step to take the picture. So right now we have people go to the website because we have a little sleep quiz 
I want to know what, what's bugging you. How long has it been bugging you? You know, how much have you spent to try to fix it? You know, it's an important quiz before you buy so we can tailor it to you and, and get you the right solution. Okay. The website's best place to go. So when you go to the website under pillow, because uh, I'm there now, that's why I know this. Okay. Uh, you There's an option to create your pillow. So Right, right. There you go. And is this where you'll be able to submit your picture? Yeah, you'll go through the process, check out, and then at the end is when we ask you for the picture and we give you the guidelines on how to do it. Awesome. I will put that in there. I also have a okay. note here, Rich. Do you... You are the author of five books and some of them related to, uh, of course, attorneys. That's something that you've worked with for a long time, right? I have a new book coming out. It's probably going to be called 38 Sleep Problems and How to Solve Them, you know, based on the movie uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Yeah. But it, it details a lot of the issues that I've gone through and uh, a way to like start figuring out what's going on if you're having that problem. So that should be coming in the next month or so. It'll be on Amazon and the website and everything. But yeah, so I have a sleep book coming out. It's it's based on, you know, I've interviewed probably 120 sleep professionals now, mm-hmm. you know, ENTs, uh, apnea doctors, etc. So all that knowledge from them, plus what I've been working on is like distilled into that book. Awesome. And I guess distilled into the book and into the pillow itself, right? Right. Awesome. Uh, Rich, it was a pleasure talking to you. We'll, we'll have to chat again also how to automate the podcast. And uh, okay. and it was a pleasure. And thank you very much. Uh, I'll put this on the show notes. Again, for all of you that are driving, running on the treadmill right now, this is something that you got to check out. And Rich, I am definitely checking it out because as I'm sitting here speaking to you right now, I can feel the neck pain. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, all, that often comes around in the afternoon. So uh, I'm definitely okay. checking it out. All right. Thanks, Quinn. Appreciate it. Thank you. And uh, have a fantastic day, Rich. Thank you. Thanks for subscribing to Fail Fast Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and visit failfastpodcast.com for show notes, Quinn's social media, or even to tell us your story.